Hi, everybody. Welcome to Duels, Decks, and Discourse, brought to you by TCG Player. <laughs> I am Amy the Amazonian, and this is Alias. And today we're going to be talking about the meta in Magic Arena, the changes to Magic Arena, the newest Planeswalker that's being introduced, bans, unbans, historic, and we're going to do some dueling. Heck yeah. Woo! Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> What's up, girl? How you doing? Yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Had a bit of a rough magic week. My cards are not behaving. My lands were just all over the place. So. The shuffler is out to get you. The shuffler is broken, I tell you. I want to hire a new one, but eh, otherwise not too shabby. How you doing? Uh, I mean, I think the shuffler's better than I am at shuffling the cards, but I'm doing just fine and dandy. <laughs> I finished up being in a fandom legends yesterday. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Okay, uh, I went two and three, narrowly lost against Bloody oh, yeah? in the final round, so I'm not upset about that. Cool. Well, that's fine. You're in, you're in the top eight, right? So. No. No? You missed it? Oh, damn. I missed I it. I thought you were in the top eight. I was like, yeah, money. Woo-hoo-hoo. No, I didn't get my $200 ADUs, but that's just right. fine. It's all right. If you're going to lose to Bloody, it's a good person to lose to. I know. She's, she's I know. Been, she's great. Been kicking ass lately, so, uh, yeah. Uh, news. What do you want to start with? There's a lot to talk about today. Uh, I think we should start with the news about Historic. Sure. Is that the state of the beta thing? I'm a jiggy. Yeah. So the state of the beta also came out yesterday. Yes. And ooh la la. It has upset people. Let's just. It has upset people. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I will, I can't give too many more details, but I can say that Wizards of the Coast did actually reach out to a bunch of content creators and other people in the magic universe to mm -hmm. get some feedback on their plans and they changed them a lot since the original plan that they had at least shown to me and it's a lot better but they didn't change one of the big pain points which i said was a problem which is as historic is introduced wild cards will be two wild cards for one card in that mode yeah people that's, are mad about that's that a strange people are understandably decision. very mad that was a strange decision, I won't lie. It's like, okay, but why? Why do you want to make it more of a barrier for people to play this thing? Like, why even introduce it then if it's just going to be more expensive? Should like, we see what Historic is? Is it? Yeah, well, Historic, for anyone who doesn't know, is all of the sets that are rotating out, first and foremost, are going to be put in this format called Historic, and you can play it whenever you want, basically. So Dominaria, Ixalan, M19, Rivals of Ixalan, they're all going into their own format, and hopefully, eventually, one day soon, something... We'll get like Kaladesh, Amonkhet, uh, some other stuff as well. But like that, we're not sure what the entire plan is, what they're bringing in. Um, but that's what we want. Some cards will be added to the format about 20 at a time. Yeah. From any set, that, not even sets that were previously in Arena. So who the heck knows how that's going to be? Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like, I kind of want them to go all in or not at all. It doesn't feel like it's something I'm going to be playing a lot because I've just played all these sets and I'm tired of them. So like, for the most part, I'm not gonna be playing Historic. I wanna go and mess around with the cards that we had originally in the game when it started, right? So Kaladesh, Amonkhet, uh, what was the other one? Aether Revolt. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense that it's not there. The cards are in the game, so just put them back in. Come on. Great. Yeah, it, it, it seems like it wouldn't be too tough. I'm sure there's some coding that has to be done. Yeah, but yeah for sure. Nothing too obscene but yeah this is uh this is some big news it turns out the historic is not launching until november yeah and as a note 
in October, that's when Eldraine will already be completely in arena. So that means that during the month of October, the regular play queue, so this is the unranked queue, is going to be historic. It's going to be all the cards from Eldraine and rotation and pre-rotation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's cool and all, but like I said, I don't... For me, personally, as a player, I don't really see the point. I'm going to want to play the new stuff. And if Historic is just going to be more expensive to play anyway, eh, I hope they change that. A lot of people are upset about it. If you go to Twitter, you'll see it. It's just like, why yeah, so many I took cards? a look at the Reddit page. People are not happy about that. <laughs> Never look at Reddit. Just professional advice from me to everybody. So I was thinking about, huh, so who's going to want to play it if it's more expensive to get into, if it's not going to have the cards? Uh, I feel it's going to be discouraging to people who have very nearly complete collections now that, you know, want to keep playing with those cards. Mm. I mean, I, I want to play with my cards. I, w I was hoping that we would have a lot of historic events, so things like Singleton more singleton i think they are gonna do some historic events so fun. yeah they mentioned them fun. down there yeah somewhere in this very very long state of the beta update which is great we like we like to see that things are happening and there's there's events and whatnot yeah, being and they'll be the doing <laughs> this like catch-up event to help you build up your collections really fast yeah which is cool and you can also start pre-ordering from eldraine eldraine yeah i want eldraine just I want Eldraine. Give me, give me Eldraine. Things. Yes. I have seen some cards from Eldraine. <laughs> but I cannot share them with you. I have seen a cookie from Eldraine. You've seen a cookie? I, oh, yeah. They actually sent out little boxes of... Um, that, yeah, I saw some people on Twitter have boxes with uh, scrumptious-looking gingerbread monsters. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm getting one. So <gasps> when I do find it, I will show you, friends. Ooh, I think I'm also getting one, but I don't know when. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know when either, so uh, maybe I'll find it today. Who knows? But yeah, so there's a lot of information in the State of the Beta update. Um, you know, if you want to go and give it a read, we're not going to read it all for you. Uh, but the the main thing is the TLDR is uh, historic is coming and it's expensive and people are mad about it. I um, think that Wizards is going to step back on it. I yeah. think that they're going to change it to a one-to-one -one exchange. Yeah. And uh, there's some cool things like renewal and... Uh, yeah. And what else? And that you egg. can see the new packs and stuff. The egg thing looks pretty cool. I don't, know, I don't know what that is, but it looks like fun. You'll receive a gift this renewal season. Woo! I like presents. Give me presents and I'm, I'm totally Plus fine. the digital thing is. <laughs> yeah, and then just an overview of standard and whatnot. I, I like that they've named all of their sets uh, after events or uh, extramural activities. <laughs> I kind of want them to be sumo wrestling in one of them. We had archery so. was... Eldraine. Yeah. What were the other ones? Uh, it's baseball, cricket, and corset 2021, and then diving. Huh. <laughs> Seems very, uh, very Olympian. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's fine. Whatever they want to name their stuff, it's cool. Like, I was thinking archery would be based around Vivian, but apparently not, because I don't know who would be based around baseball or cricket. Baseball! <laughs> Sometimes the codes have nothing to do with the sets. Yeah, no, they don't. So we've uh, determined that now. So there's a little bit more arena news. Yes. It's actually magic standard news in general. And yes. it's the unbanning of Ferocidon. Yes, Ferocidon became an unbanned boy. So for all of one month, we can play him in arena now. Yay! Well, in standard, but that means he'll probably be unbanned in 
historic. Yeah, he'll be on Batman historic. I don't see yeah. why they wouldn't. So I think that Wizards of the Coast realized that, huh, wait a minute. Aggressive decks are really falling out of style. <laughs> and maybe the power level of, Ferrata, of Ferocidon, which was obscene when it first came out, especially because that was a very huge amount of tokens in that meta. Yeah. Maybe it's a, maybe it's healthy for standards. So Ferocidon is a three mana. Three, three. Three, three. With, with menace. menace. That means that players can't gain life. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, and also, uh, whenever a creature enters the battlefield, its controller gets punched in the face for one damage. It's like flicked in the face for one damage, but it seems adds fun. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems fine. You know, I don't I don't feel like it's overpowered or anything. Um, on the flip side of that, though, Hogak was banned. So bye-bye, big graveyard ah, boy. Mr. Hogak. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm fine with that. I Fatal think it'll be good for... Uh, banned, though. I was confused about that a little bit. I was like, is that card really that broken? I mean, uh, I, it, I guess they don't want... Um, decks. It, it was enabling Phoenix, too. Yeah. So it kind of stinks that it's gone. Yeah. Eh, it's... it's yeah, sure. Let's see, what, <laughs> let's see what it does with the format, and hopefully there's a better variety of decks in the top eight and modern thingamajigs. Well, I'm a little bummed because I might have a large collection of Faithless Lootings. <laughs> uh, hold that thought for one second. I need to go check what my kitten's doing. So, chat, if you have questions for Amy, now's the time. I'll hey, what's up, chat? I got a minute right here while the kitties are causing trouble. How are you guys doing? We're talking about Hogak. Hogak's pretty cool. Hogak has really cool art. All right, never mind. Uh, human woke up and Cat was meowing at Human. I was just making sure we didn't she didn't say anything. Nothing happened. Didn't say anything. Here. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, more news. Throne Do you want to talk about Oko? Yeah, let's talk about Oko. Do you want to show Oko? I will show it's the kind Oko. Kind of blue. <laughs> he's he's rather fancy. I won't lie. So he's, he's a very fancy friend. Look at go away, have, Forbes. We have a beautiful new uh, Fay. Yeah, he's looks... going to be a planeswalker in Eldrain. We actually, it is not stated that he's from Eldrain. No. But, uh, some people think he is. Anyway, he needs to pull his pants up he very, totally does. badly. I imagine he's, he's flashing butt crack at the back there. So oh, no, sorry to anyone who's That is not a man wearing underwear. No, he's not wearing undies. He's a shapeshifter too. So you know what? Those probably aren't really pants. I assume this is like Lazav where it's just like 100% shapeshifter. How does he do anything with his hand? Look at all these claws on him. I don't know, man. This blue. <laughs> <laughs> what colors do you think he is? People are thinking uh, he's I think he's Sultai. Yeah. A lot of people are saying Temur too, but I think he's Sultai. Yeah, he, uh, the card art's generally a dead giveaway. If this is the he card looks art, dark and spooky. Yeah, he's got plants. Black, blue, green. Yeah, yeah, that makes and perfect it's sense. Like the, the Fey have. <laughs> in previous sets usually been in Demir colors, sometimes in Simic colors. And interestingly enough, in the little blurb they give on this page, it sounds like fairies are white aligned in whatever oh. plane Oko is from, if it is Eldrain. Okay. I yeah, mean, they, sure, that's interesting. Where they're repressing their trickster nature in order to better live as a society. That sounds like a a white aligned thing right there. Yeah. Maybe blue, but yeah, white. Maybe blue? Sounds... Maybe just like straight Azorius. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Azorius. Okay, I don't know. I don't think fairies are white. White's always for me like soldiers and humans and righteous, blah, 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 you know. And cats. And twist. And, and cats. cats. That's true. <laughs> 
yeah, so that's cool. So we're gonna start getting card reveals soon. Um, for those of you who are interested, mine is on September 11th. Mine is so. on September 14th. Cool. So uh, we'll have some cards and stuff and things to uh, reveal to your friendos. So make sure you're following us on all the things you can possibly follow us on and you will see what cards we have or use. I'll, I'll be down below in the video uh, description on the YouTube too, if you are not watching on Twitch. Um, yeah, so cool. New Planeswalkers, cards are coming soon. I'm excited. Let's talk about some stats, shall we? <gasps> do you want me to just give the rundown of the yeah. meta minute? You do the rundown for us. Amy went through all of this info. This is from untapped.gg. They gave us a whole bunch of good info about the Zendikar event. So Amy, take it away. They gave me a spreadsheet. Oh, God. <laughs> so they looked at over 80,000 landfall games. And in the future, I think Untapped will have even more data because I think they're getting more and more users, which yep. is great. And surprise, surprise, in a Zendikar landfall event, event Bantscape Shift dominated with a 70% win rate. Nobody is surprised. No Literally surprised. nobody is surprised. It is a deck that intentionally gets as many lands onto the battlefield as it can. That means more landfall triggers. That means more 1-1s. It means more uh, damaging your opponent for one damage. And yeah, it means more lands in hand. Yeah. It's it's a pretty broken deck. I mean, I played a Sultai uh, Bill the Dead deck. So similar-ish, just no uh, no scape shift or uh, any weird shenanigans like that. Just Yarrick and dudes. Elementals and zombies. <laughs> and dudes. That's good stuff there. Yeah. So there were other three high win rate decks. Those were Mono White Weenies, Red Cavalcade, and Green Ramp. Yeah. So... White Weenies, why was that good? Because Loxodon had more 1-1s to convoke with, but Alish Marshall yeah. had more 1-1s to buff. It was pretty much an all-creature deck. And I actually didn't even fun. think about this one, yeah. Yeah! Uh, Cavalcade also loves those 1-1 tokens, because oh, yeah. of course they trigger Cavalcade of Calamity. Yep. And Green Ramp made use of Wayward Swordtooth, Arboreal Grazer, dropping tons of lands, finishing off the game with Nyssa. So that was similar to Bant Scapeshift with a different payoff of just, hey, what's up? I have tons of, tons of lands. Let's do this. Wayward Sword, <laughs> play two lands a turn. I'm going to put as many lands in my hand as I can, and I'm going to kick some butt. Wayward Sawtooth is such a cool card. I really like it. I, I see more of like them it. in one of my decks. <laughs> it's a deck that's kind of like the one people played in this event. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's really cool. Uh, any other fun stats that we have from Untapped this week? Yes, but this one does not have any pretty graphics, I'm no, sorry no to worries. say. <laughs> but I think most of you can visualize these as I speak. Whoa. <laughs> M20 draft. That's right. We found out about draft color archetypes. So M20 drafting is very well balanced overall. Uh, you are able to do two and three color drafts in it, which is very fun. Mm -hmm. But about 10% of people do Temer elementals for their drafts. <laughs> that doesn't mean that it wins that much. No, but they do it. Another 9% of people do Gruel Elementals. Okay. Other two color combinations, Rakdos, Demir, Golgari, Azorius, all about 9 to 10% of the meta. So those are definitely the most popular combinations. Rakdos being uh, pinging and killing things, Demir being control, Golgari being making tokens and letting them die, especially zombie tokens, and Azorius being flyers. Yeah. So what's, do you have what the best win rate the best win rates yes so those four actually have the highest win rates uh that the Rakdos, Demir, Golgari, and Azorius in that order 
all were between 53 and 55% win rates. So, so Rakdos is top? Rakdos is top. Damn, okay. Yeah. That's surprising. Did, you, ex- did that. you expect that? I thought Demir or Azorius would be, honestly. <clears throat> but that's pretty cool. And uh, Az- Orzov and Izzet also had similarly high win rates, but they didn't have as large of a meta share. They were okay. only about 6% of the meta each. Cool. Sweet. That leads the other guilds, Boros, um, <laughs> not not being picked as much and not doing as well. No, no, it's not. It's a little unfortunate for them, but hey, <laughs> Boros so, Boris needs a good meta again. Like M nineteen Boros was. Oh, M nineteen Boros was disgusting. Oh, so good. I loved it. So, so good, My but favorite. so bad. Uh, also, about four percent of people run four or more colors, and uh, let their experience be a reason for you not to. Yeah. Pretty much anybody running four or more colors had a very low overall win rate. Uh, we're talking yeah. very low as in like 45%. You don't get much lower than that. <laughs> if you're playing four colors, you are a crazy person and uh, Godspeed, I say to you. <laughs> yes. Uh, and as for three color combinations, the three color combination with the highest win rate, win rate was Temer at yeah. only 50.4%. So just above halfway winning and the three color combination with the lowest win rate was mardu at 47.7 percent yeah okay. so maybe stick to two colors two colors actually seems to be tied to a higher win rate probably because of consistency and that's always good there's also been a rising trend in people playing large numbers of heart piercer bows like this mm-hmm, woman mm-hmm. who is sitting across from me in the digital space right here <laughs> do you have anything to say about that no <laughs> and that's our meta report if i'm gonna get beaten up by bows i'm gonna play the freaking bows just saying <laughs> i don't even try to pick bows and i end up with three of them and i'm just like i'm not playing any of these i don't want these bows stop trying to give me bows i know i've got skeletons stop giving me bows <laughs> oh man yeah I, I i would honestly prefer that draft without the bows if they could just all go away that'd be lovely but yeah such is unfortunately <laughs> not too shabby though <laughs> any other news amy have has your magic week been what you been up to well i tweaked my feather deck my knife feather deck so i could goof around in fandom legends because oh, yeah. i asked to be in it and then i realized i didn't have a deck <laughs> well <laughs> what's a sideboard yeah, what's a sideboard? Who needs sideboards um, anyway? I have been uh, doing very little, though. I've been doing a lot of drafting because right now the competitive meta is kind of poop hard to stomach <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> like, I can put up with it. I'm down with putting up with it. But it's very hard to pull off what I'll say are stupid and unnecessary combos. Yeah, well, like I've been, I've been messing around making uh, YouTube videos for like rotation proof stuff, and it just gets freaking railed by all the current crap that's in standard. Yeah, like, and it, I have it's to time be like, whenever people are like, "What's a rotation proof deck?" I'm like, I don't know because we don't know what we're getting in Eldraine. Yeah, yeah, we don't know what we're getting, but we can like try and make the strongest thing now, and then hope that it gets stronger. But by the time Eldraine's out, then there's probably going to be cards for other archetypes, and there's going to be like, "Well, we should all be playing mono black," you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Do you have any like pet decks that you've gotten to play this week? Oh, uh, let's take a quick squizzle, actually. Yeah, speaking of mono black, <gasps> I want to fight you with the deck I made. 
You want to fight? Is it a really good deck? Did you make it yourself? I did make it myself, actually. I'm proud right, of it. Let me send you. And I won things. I'm challenge happy. code thingy. Yes. There it is. Uh, and I will give you the choice between hmm, a deck that I didn't make, but Aliel Drazi made. Oh, yeah. And a hundred card singleton deck that's called Dad's Home. Dad's Home? Yeah. Dad's Home. Cool. Alrighty, well, friends, that's gonna do it for Deals, Decks, and Discourse today. Thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on Twitch, if you're watching on YouTube, go and like the other thing that you're not on currently. Go and check out both our channels. Yeah, go to both. Great. We have so much media for you to consume. Yes, yes. And also, I'm going to start putting these up on a podcast something or other, so if you are into podcasty listening thingamajiggies, then uh, keep your eyes out for that. Do. We'll try, try to use our show. words real good so you don't have to see the screen and you can be like, whoa, I'm really there. <laughs> yes, what Amy said. Alrighty, that's gonna do it. Amy, any final parting wisdom for our, our viewers? The number of heart piercer bows that is too many is one. On the note, friends, thank you again so much for watching. Go check out TCG Player, they're dope. We love you. We'll leave you. Bye. Bye. -bye.